FIG Ministry presents the Catholic Influencers Podcast. Join me, Alyssa Aegis, and my co-hosts, Georgia Byrne and Father Rob Galliard, as we break open the upcoming Sunday Gospels and discuss relevant topics and life issues from a Catholic perspective. For a shorter, more reflective explanation of the Gospels, be sure to check out our sister podcast, Catholic Influencers, Father Rob Galliard Homilies. Welcome to the Catholic Influencers Podcast. We are celebrating this Sunday, Trinity Sunday, which is a mind-blowing challenge. And we're going to try and figure this out. Georgia and I are going to try and figure out the mysteries, one of the greatest (laughs) mysteries of the universe. How are you feeling, Georgia? Oh, you know, you're fine. No pressure at all. (laughs) (laughs) No pressure. Really good. Really good. It's such um, such a topic and such a powerful one. So let's go. Yes, let's do this. Well, today also a special occasion. Today will be the final um, episode with with Georgia. Final episode of this season, season f- five, I think we're in. Season five with Georgia. Um, and we just, uh, yeah, uh, let's give our best. Let's leave a massive impact. Mm-hmm. And just uh, even before <laughs> we, we continue, I just want to to thank Georgia publicly for the amazing gift that she has been for this podcast. For we received so many emails from you who have been impacted and 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 touched also by by Georgia's heart, heart for God, Georgia's heart also um, for this podcast as well. How many hours do you think have you invested in this, in preparing for this podcast? A lot, you know, I always study and, you know, then I'll call mum and just like run things past her because she loves being a part of the study as well sometimes. And then, you know, also just, yeah, I don't know how many hours, but from the study to actually doing it to making sure everything's running smoothly, all the technology, um, but it's been so such a blessing for me, especially during lockdown when I lost all of my music gigs and, you know, a lot of work. It was such, an, such a gift to me to be able to kind of focus my eyes on, on Jesus and not be sad about what I'd lost but you know start learning about my faith and the bible so it's been such a blessing to me to be part of this father Rob. it's been yes awesome. and you see some people maybe think that we just show up on a microphone and just speak but there's a lot hours you know like i myself spend two yeah. three hours a week just studying for this and then you have the tech set up every time the cameras things that go wrong and then there's we actually give it to someone to edit and there's a whole massive process that goes on to yes. every every single episode and during lockdown, there was a lot of time to do that. But now even your gigs are, are just um, blowing up. Like you, you're traveling and you're, you're playing, you're, like your social media is constant playing here and there. So <laughs> Yeah, I've been trying to just, yeah, I, I guess I just made a decision in lockdown because I used to do full-time music. And then I was, I sort of, my teaching took over, teaching in the Youth Justice Center. And then I got a bit it's tiring. So I decided I wanted halfway through lockdown, I wanted to do full-time music and for, for, you know, however long God wants me to do it. And it's, it has, I've just been working really hard and uh, it's been, I've been blessed with lots of gigs and it's such a great way to, you know, be a part of um, some really great events and, and, you know, use music as a gift. So it's awesome. Yeah. Yes. And this is, yeah, again, the way, uh, thank you for your generosity as well, for putting in your time, your energy for this podcast. We will still have a couple more episodes on this on this um, season, and then um, eventually a short break, and then we go on to um, season six, I think it is. Now, this is the 102nd episode, 102 oh, wow. or 103. Unbelievable. Anyway, just so, so, wow. much, so many blessings. that I've, I've, I love the podcast because it gives me 
the opportunity to study, to know my faith, to be challenged. Like this thing today of the Trinity, mm. I'm going to attempt to explain the Trinity to you. How, uh, like, this is absolutely crazy, bonkers to think that we could uh, have the opportunity to study this stuff and learn this stuff. But anyway, um, let's go to it. Let's go straight to the gospel. So today the gospel is taken from yeah. Matthew 28, verses 16 um, to 20. And Georgia, will you be able to proclaim that for us? Absolutely. The Great Commission. Then the 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have committed you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of age. Amen. Amen. And this is it, that God is with us till the end of age. I think that it en ends with the most important thing that God is with us. But there's a, a lot there, a, a lot that God has promised, a lot that God has um, offered to us in this, where we talk about the Great Commission. But it's interesting that we should do this on Trinity Sunday. We talk about the Great Commission because over the last few weeks, we've been talking a lot about the Great Commission, about being sent out. And even my tweets and all of our social media content has been about proclaiming the gospel, that we cannot be still, that we need to proclaim the gospel. But yet again, this week, again, insistent jesus like is a, 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 in a sense of like a broken record make sure you go out <laughs> and you are be my disciples the great commission i think this is the third time in the last four five episodes that we have had the great commission the only difference in this one in matthew is that it is done in the name of the trinity go and baptize them in the name of the father and of the son, the son and of the holy spirit. holy spirit so let's talk about this great commission these um what what stands out for you georgia and, and like what impacts you in this in these words of jesus yeah i mean so many things for me and i'll do them in point form you know really explain them so you know uh, it reminds us you know just of the power of god uh of you know it, the theme of faith and doubt um that you know that jesus authority over life and death and the thing that really stood out to me was that you know it's it's, it's that it's giving us, God is giving us the job or giving his disciples a job and the duty to go and make disciples, teach and baptize. So he didn't say, you know, my love. So that's enough. He said, you know, I've shared this with you, you know, my love. And now you go out and you tell people about me and with my power through my you know power, you will be able to make disciples. And so it's not just a call to the disciples. It's a call to every Christian to share, to share our faith. And, you know, it's, we're really assured of God's power in this, in this uh, passage. Yeah. Exactly. I think there were three things that, that really stood out for me in, in this gospel. The first thing, first of all, context, okay, that um, he's about to, Jesus is about to ascend into heaven. And again, the disciples are scared, they're lost, they're confused, and they're waiting, they're hanging on every single word of Jesus, because now, not only do they know Jesus and love Jesus as a friend, they love Jesus, but they can see that he is God. They can see that all that he ever said was now really true, really credible. And they're probably thinking, maybe I should have been more attentive. Maybe I should have um, done what he said more because they actually saw him rose from the dead. And so these were the very last words that Jesus ever told his disciples. 
And so he's, they're, they're probably so attentive, so ready to listen. And so you can tell that Jesus left the best for last. He, made, he knew that they would be predisposed to listen at this point because they had seen him risen from the dead. They had no doubt that he was able to carry out what he promised. And now they have this great commission. So there are three things in this great commission that came out. First of all, first of the three things. First, that he assured them of his power. Okay, a power they had seen in action. So they knew they, he, it was beyond the shadow of a doubt that Jesus was capable of fulfilling that which he promised. Yeah. They saw his power. They saw him raise people from the dead. They saw him rise from the dead. They mm. saw him do so many great things. And now they are, he's assuring them of this power and saying, hey, this power, the same power that lives in me is going to be in you. And they believe this, they receive this because they know he's going to keep his word. So this is um, somehow his, his reaffirming. He starts off even before he gives them the commission, he's saying, I'm going to give you the power. I'm going to, whatever I'm going to tell you now, don't worry. I'm going to give you the power to do it. But here it is. Here's the second thing. Mm -hmm. Then he gives them the commission. The commission. And to, to make the, in other words, he wants to make, the, the commission is to go and make sure that the world becomes his disciples. You know, not a lot of people were his disciples at the time of the ascension. Mm. I mean, not many. Jesus had a small crowd of people. Most of them betrayed him. Most of them abandoned him. He had 12 apostles, 11 at that point. Mm -hmm. um, and he's probably looking back thinking, oh, I maybe I, I expected more. And even the apostles may be thinking, actually, if you really are God, why don't you have more disciples? More, yeah. Yep. Well, because Jesus has a long term plan, and that is now the commission mm -hmm. of the apostles to make it wide. Fast forward thousands of years later, and uh, 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 billions of Catholics billions of Christians, billions of people who follow Jesus. And we hope because mm -hmm. of these, this great commission, billions of people also in heaven. How yes. awesome would that be? Awesome. And so this is the great commission. But you see, what does it mean to make disciples of people? It means at the end of the day to, to make people fall in love with Jesus. And there's no way, I can tell you this, there's no way you can make people fall in love with Jesus if you yourself are not mm -hmm. in love with Jesus mm -hmm. because love like faith is contagious. It's contagious. When I was, um, yeah, I, I look, I, I've, I fell in love with Jesus when I was 17 and I'm, I'm still in love with Jesus. That doesn't mean I feel love uh, for Jesus, but I'm, I am in love with Jesus. I'm sold out for Jesus. And I remember one time when I was praying in the seminary, and I, I just wanted so much to tell people about this love. But, you know, when you're in the seminary for seven years, it's really hard because you're full of people, like a full of seminary of young men who, who <laughs> desire to proclaim the gospel, but they're all stuck in the, wall, in the walls of the seminary for seven years. You can yes. how frustrating that is. Yeah. And I, I was sitting there in the chapel, kneeling there in the chapel, and, and I, I had this sort of, not like this vision, this mystical experience, which God allows us to have, have, have every now and then. Yes. And as I was there, I'm not going to explain it all. Actually, I talk about it in my book. Um, but as I was there, I just saw an image of Jesus. And um, I wanted so much to tell the world about Jesus. And basically what happened was I just see Jesus on the cross. 
And uh, there's a moment to, in, in this vision, again, I talk about this in, in a whole chapter in my book. Um, I, I hand my heart to Jesus and I say, Jesus, sort of have my heart. Look, I want to tell the world about your heart. And basically what he does, Jesus is gets my heart and he presses his heart to my heart. Yes. And all of a sudden my heart starts to beat at the same rate as Jesus. And, I, and then eventually I take my heart back and I think, um, don't, don't, don't take your heart away from me because my heart is going to go out of sync. You know, what's going to happen? What do I do now? And he said, this is it. He says, look, at, your heart is beating for my heart. You, your heart is in sync with my heart because mm -hmm. of prayer, because of your love for me. Now, your commission, your great commission is to get a microphone mm -hmm. and hold that microphone to your heart so that people can hear mm -hmm your heart beat in sync with mine. Now, this is, this is our great commission that we are to hold a microphone, maybe um, a hypothetical microphone, maybe not a real microphone, but yeah. <laughs> to tell people um, about our heart that beats for Jesus. So this is the great commission to let people see a heart, experience a heart that is in love, that is sold out for Jesus. But pr practical ways, Georgia, you, you, you're, you're more practical than I <laughs> Practical ways in which we can um, carry out this, let people know how God loves us. Yeah, I think, as you said, you know, you can't love what you don't know. And I remember Father Victor said that to me years ago, and he said, do you really know that God loves you? And I said, yeah, yeah. And he goes, I don't think you really know. And he, this was, I was like 15 years ago. And he said, when you know who you are in God, then it, it's like the most amazing thing because when you know God's love, then you're so much more able to share it with people. And I think for me, a practical way is really seeking God because, you know, people can let us down. And sometimes we look at people to say, you look at your favorite preacher, or it could be anyone and you look at them and you, you really think, okay, that person is going to lead me to God. But a practical way for me is to really just stay close to Jesus because even when we let people down or they let us down, Jesus will never let us down. And so we're more going to be more authentically to know how much God loves us and then to share our faith, you know, so much more yeah. authentically because, you know, it says in Corinthians, you know, if we know all these things, we can have prophecy, we can know God loves us, but if we don't have love, then we're like a clanging symbol, you know, Yes. Corinthians 13 too. And I think I always think of that, like, you know, that it was for me, the way I got to know Jesus was through, I said it on an episode, my friend who was taking food, my grandma and my grandma used to be really grumpy, but she was still taking food to her because she knew she was sick and it wasn't even her grandma but she said Jesus calls us to help people you know that uh, marginalize that need it and so I think practically seeking Jesus loving people and finding your authentic way to share your faith yes. you know what I mean like how, like I think that's what I've found over the years not trying to be someone else but how do you, how would you share your faith so that people can know about Jesus mm. uh, as, as Saint, no, Saint Francis says you preach the gospel always and you use words when necessary. So it might be just serving someone. I've been thinking about this lately or just being kind. Um, yeah. Then people go, well, why did you do that? Well, if you know Jesus, you'd know that everyone would want to do everything for everyone because that's yeah. what Jesus calls us to do. So and sometimes practical ways. Yeah. And sometimes we use words and sometimes we have yeah. to use words. Um, but other times, it's a small gestures, you know, like yeah. um, so small things, you know, like uh, I, I was at the gym this morning and one of the things I do, and it's some people look at me crazily, is that I yeah. 
in between my sets is I go around the machines and I put the weights, I stack the weights back onto the racks. Why? Because that's the nature, I think, of God as well, is that yeah. he brings order where there is chaos. And that's an overflow of the love of God. That's how we show love. You go to a Kmart or um, a, a Walmart or whatever, and everything's out of place. And people just take things off the shelf and then they just put them in the first place where they find it. I somehow <laughs> find myself putting things back into place as much as I can because I, and I do it as an act of love for the employees. Yes, they're paid to do that, but it's mm. a hassle, it's a pain. But if I can act and bring order where there is chaos, um, that's a small way in which we can do that. So that's the second thing to give, that's cool. he gave them the great commission. The third thing. What's is, the third thing? Is that he promised his presence. Until he promised his presence. Yes. So in other words, it's not going to be, you have a great commission, the greatest commission. The, imagine these little Galileans that had to um, sort of sent out to conquest, to change the world. But uh, it was the, honestly like the greatest task in history was given to them in one moment. But with, the, with this task was the greatest presence in history, the greatest presence in the world was going to be with them to carry out this great commission. So he will yes. not leave us orphans. He will give us this great commission, but it's not only up to us. We just need to trust in the Lord to go out and do our best. And then God will do the rest. So that's the great commission. Now let's, that's awesome. uh, at the end of the day, let's have the courage to speak out. Let's have the courage to go out. Let's have the confidence and knowledge that mm. we have been anointed to be his disciples, to go and create disciples um, to, to the ends of the earth. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and learning more about your faith, have you considered enrolling into our online courses? FRG Ministry online courses cover teaching, devotional and practical elements of the Catholic faith to help individuals, teachers, students and parishes across the world grow in their faith and understanding of the Catholic Church and their relationship with Jesus Christ. All courses include high-definition videos with expert and engaging speakers, testimonies from everyday Catholics, and downloadable content including interactive PDF guides, prayer cards, and phone wallpapers. Online courses from FRG Ministry are also accredited for professional development for Catholic education staff in Australia. Titles include Knowing Mary, School of Prayer, Pentecost and the Holy Spirit, Introduction to the Bible, and more with new courses being added regularly. For more information about enrollment and subscription options, head to courses.frgministry.com. So Georgia, you, you cut yourself off there. Sorry, you were going to say something. Sorry. <laughs> I cut myself off. <laughs> no, I actually, now I can't remember what I was. Oh, that's right. Don't listen. Cause you said we're all anointed um, to, you know, yes, disciples the, out of people. To, yeah. Don't listen to those doubts that say, you know, who am I? Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, you know, those doubts that go, oh, no, I'm not worthy enough or I'm not, you know, yes. I'm not close enough to, I'm not fully enough, whatever it is, because God will work through all his imperfections. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. If not you, uh, then who? <laughs> let's yeah. let's go out and be be his disciples. Let's. Awesome. <laughs> dad joke. Okay. So I have a dad joke here for you. Um, okay. Awesome. So what do you call a fish wearing a bow tie? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Sophisticated. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay. <laughs> Sorry, but can I say another one? There's another one. How do you? Because this is um, somehow connected with the Trinity, and I'll I'll let you know later. Okay. Okay. How do you follow Will Smith in the snow? Okay, where is this going? I don't know. <laughs> you follow his fresh prints. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'll say, think of the word fresh prince, just think of the word prince, and then maybe we'll connect it with the Trinity in a, a, a few moments. I think your dad jokes are getting better, It's time for Saint Me a Picture. The Saint of the Week is who? Saint Anselm. Saint, Anselm. Saint Anselm of Canterbury. Now, this is this guy is a real, like, a big big shot like he's he's a, big deal. he's a big deal saint anselm especially if you've studied philosophy and theology because i know a bit about saint anselm maybe less about his life but a lot about his philosophy because he was a, a great absolutely great philosopher and the reason why we chose this saint today is because you see in a moment i'm going to try and explain a little bit philosophically about the trinity and so i'm hoping for the intercession and the prayer of saint anselm because believe me we need all the help we can get to try and explain this this topic that's coming up on the trinity so tell me georgia what do you know about saint anselm yeah cool so he was born in italy um but when he was 23 he went traveling through france and you know he was sort of looking for what he was meant to do with his life and obviously long story short he ended up joining the benedictines and mm -hmm. he was a novice at first, but as time went on, he got recognized for his incredible intellect. And he is known for his motto is faith seeking understanding. I can't say it in Latin. I'll try. Try, 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 try. Fedense credence intellectum. I don't know. Something say it properly. like that. <laughs> say it properly, Father. Credence querens intellectum. So faith. Seeking, seeking understanding. understanding. So what he's saying here is that first, hey, some people try to understand God first and then come to faith, but it's usually the gift that comes first. That's the gift of faith. And then from there, you can have an understanding of God. So it's very yes. difficult to come to faith from just mere understanding, though there have been many saints who have, for example, Saint Ignatius came to understand, to came to faith through understanding. Saint Augustine yes. as well. So some great saints have, but that's it's a much harder journey. So it's yes. he's saying that first have the gift of faith, receive the gift of faith and then from there you seek the seek, understanding seek the understanding yep. and make sure you do understand your faith no having faith is not enough and this is why we do this podcast mm -hmm. because it's so important for you not only to have faith but to grow yes. in your faith to deepen your faith Tell me something else about this great man. Yeah, he like so he's celebrated and he's best known for his ontological argument, which is for the existence of God. So mm -hmm. you're going to explain that a lot more. <laughs> yes, look, I, I, this is what Saint Anselm basically is famous for, his ontological argument. Ontological mm -hmm. means ex existence. So he existence. tried to prove the existence of God. Now it was at a time where people trying to were trying sort of to prove that God exists. Now I'll start by saying this that there's no way you can um sort of infallibly explain the existence of God because God it's it's fide square it's intellectum even he himself said okay I'm going to try and explain the existence of God but at the end of the day if you don't have faith this is for nothing. Mm. It's for nothing. So he talked I'm going to try and explain the ontological argument see if we can understand this. Okay, so the ontological argument is this. It's saying this, that God is that than which nothing greater can be conceived. 
Okay, so nothing, God is, the, is, is that than which nothing greater can be imagined. So God is the greatest thing you can imagine, the greatest thing in existence and out of existence. Okay, that's philosophy there. Okay, so if I lose you there, don't worry. <laughs> but I'm going to try and explain this. Okay, so, so this is how he tried, which is a fallible argument. I can argue you out of this argument, but this is sort of a great basis, a philosophical basis to understanding or um, coming to understand the existence of God. So you can imagine the greatest thing. Let's talk about an imaginary island, okay? Uh, let's talk about a unicorn. Oh, tell me like the greatest thing you can imagine. A unicorn is the greatest thing, let's say some people can imagine. But if it existed, it would be even greater. Mm -hmm. So you see, if something exists, so you imagine this imaginary island um, and it's the greatest imaginary island you can imagine. If it exists, it would be even greater. Yes. Okay, so that's a very, it's very abstract already as it is. So um, God is the greatest thing that you can imagine. Mm -hmm. Now, nothing greater than God exists. Therefore, he must exist. There's a big jump there. Therefore, yes. he must exist. Because if he didn't exist, then you could imagine something greater that does exist. Mm -hmm. Confusing. I, it's not though, uh, to me it's not. Uh, okay. So yeah. that's that in which greater, um, that's really that in real basic. So what he's mm -hmm. saying is God must exist because if he didn't exist, then he's not the greatest thing you can imagine. Okay. Yes. Um, so there's just a, a, a little bit of the ontological argument. Now there's, of course, there are pages and books written on this, but that is the basic concept of the argument, which can be argued out of it. Even priests in his own time started to say, hey, okay, then you can argue that for anything. Um, you can say, um, yeah, it's not only God. But anyway, um, he was, like you said, he was also an abbot. He was um, the head of his order, and eventually he mm -hmm. ended up the Archbishop of Canterbury. So he's a great man, and um, from there also we come to understand a lot of, we owe a lot of our Christian philosophy to him. Ooh, um, no, that, that ain't nothing yet, so wait until we start trying to explain the trick <laughs> with, with the topic coming up here. Topic of the week. Okay, so the topic of the week. Topic of the week. Ooh. What is the topic of the week, Georgia? The mystery of the Trinity. Yes, and the question we ask, is it possible to understand the mystery of the Trinity? Do you think it's possible? Well, you know, I I know myself, this is one thing that when I started really seeking my faith, it, it, it sort of blew my mind a bit. I tried to understand it. And, you know, basically I understand it as in, you know, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, three persons in one. God is one, but God is also three. So that's basically when I was in that's Ireland, true. everyone, we were in on the pilgrimage in Ireland and being Irish, I kind of related to the, and I wonder what you think of this analogy of the fall or the three-leaf clover, not the four, you know, <laughs> not the four-leaf clover, the three-leaf clover. <laughs> um, yeah, and I was like, okay, so it's 
got one stem, but there's three things connected to it. And that's still the one flower sort of thing. So the three leaf clover. So yeah. there are many an analogies. You see the analogies um, of of the Trinity. For example, you have water, ice, and steam. They're all the same element, but they're just in different forms. Okay, so yes. that's how to understand. Uh, last year during my homily at mass, I talked about a Snickers bar. You know, you have the nuts, you have the caramel, and you have the chocolate. And together they form the one Snickers bar. But, and then you have an apple, you know, you have the peel, you have the fruit, and then you have the seeds, they're all one. So there are different analogies, but analogies are finite. It's the, and the Trinity is like water, ice, and steam. It is like the clover. It is like the apple. It is like the Snickers bar, but it is not like any of those either. You yes. see, that, that's, and it says nothing about God. It says it's just the Trinity is like. Yes. Now, I think this is a, a basic misconception is that mm -hmm. we somehow think just because something is a trinity, mm -hmm. uh, sorry, it's just because something is a mystery, yep. it doesn't mean we cannot understand it. Mm -hmm. We can, we, what by mystery means that we cannot fully grasp it. It is beyond us, but we can with some study, with some intellect, actually understand the trinity. Now, there are many ways to try and understand it, but I'm just going to try. I'm going to try and explain this to you. So mark where we are right now on the things, because you might need to come back to this, to, to listen to this about two or three times until you maybe grasp this. Okay, so let's try and understand this. Ultimately, the Trinity is about communication. The Trinity is about imagery okay so um for example bishop baron um, um robert baron talks about um the communication of elements for example yes um all levels of existence communicate for example some animately some inanimately so some consciously some mm -hmm. not consciously so for example a rock how does a rock communicate well it it leaves an image of itself say it's in the sand and um, it's there and then the sand comes over and all of a sudden you pull the, the rock out and it's left an image of itself. So there are things, so even inanimate objects communicate, leave marks, leave images of themselves. Then there are like, if you go up a level, you have plants. How do plants leave images of themselves through seeds? They sow yeah. seeds, more seeds and all of a sudden there's an, an image of what was before. Uh, by again the the, the plant um, seeding and 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 growing another plant, mm -hmm. then you go up another level. Animals, mm -hmm. a chook lays an egg, and all of a sudden it creates an exact image of itself through its yes. offspring. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so it's still also like the rock leaves its footprints. It's still like the the plant has sows the seeds, but now in this upper level it creates a perfect image, living image of itself and yes. moving image of itself and also thinking it. So they think the same. They desire the same instinct. Okay, so you go up a level. But then now you go up another level and that is the human being, human race. So we can leave images of ourselves through our footsteps in the sand. We could leave images of ourselves through offspring. We could leave images of ourselves um, through culture like for example my children think the same way that i do the way we influence others the way we and so people start to think the same and act the same as us but also we leave images of ourselves which is different to any other species mm -hmm. through the way we communicate for example mm -hmm. 
as I'm talking to you now, I'm leaving, I'm giving, I'm projecting an image of what is in my mind, what is in my intellect. I'm projecting an image of what is in my heart. When I go and give talks mm-hmm. to students, they hear my heart, they hear the microphone to my heartbeat, and that's an image of what is in my heart, and they get to hear that. So that is the way we as human beings also um, communicate. Amazing. But so we, we communicate in different levels, but, um, and so we create images of what is in our mind. But you see, our, our mind is imperfect. Our mind is imperfect. So when I, even when I'm talking to you, you're not going to get the perfect image of what is in my mind because my communication is imperf- imperfect. Mm-hmm. And not only that, your understanding is imperfect. So you interpret it through your own level of intellect. Mm-hmm. You interpret it through your own understanding, through your own biases, through your own pain and joys. So through your own triggers. So the communication is there. There's an image going, but it, it's imperfect. Okay. Mm-hmm. But now let's go up an other level. Let's go to God. God you know, communicates perfectly. There's, and not only that, he receives communication perfectly. So when there's a communication from God, love towards others and towards mm-hmm. and, and receiving of love, there is no filter, absolutely no filter. It's perfect. And it's, it's um, so it's communicated perfectly. Now, when God communicates love, when we communicate, for example, there's like an image, you know, we have, um, we stand, I stand in front of a mirror and I project an image of myself, but mm-hmm. it is an imperfect image because it's two dimensional for one. The second thing is that it's an image, but it has no, the image has no life of its own. It's mm-hmm. just a reflection of what I am. But God being the perfect communicator communicates an image of himself that is perfect. So when I look in the mirror, I create an image of myself, but it, the image has no will and it has no intellect. Mm. It has no personality. It cannot, it has no mind of its own mm. because it's just a reflection of me. But when God communicates, here's where it's difficult. And this is where I'm gonna jump a little bit and where it might be difficult to understand. Now, when God communicates, he communicates so perfectly Mm-hmm. And the image and the imago, the, the, the icon is so perfect, the communication is so perfect, that it becomes a perfect reflection of what God is. Mm-hmm. So, and the perfect reflection is not only a two-dimensional, but it's three-dimensional. It's not only mm-hmm. a reflection of, his, uh, of, of, of what is the, of the mind and the intellect being reflected, but it is so perfect that the mind and intellect is also reflected and it's also personified, also comes into being. Mm-hmm. This is crazy and complicated and philosophical. Okay. So what happens is that perfect image of the way God looks and reflects and communicates himself mm-hmm. become, comes into being through the son. So the father's reflection image is the son. Yes. Now that's the mirror. That's the perfect communication. Like the like the rock imprints itself in the sand. God imprints himself in the sun, but perfectly. So mm-hmm. there's uh, there's a will. There's an intellect. Uh, there's a personality there. Mm-hmm. 
Now, where there's a perfect image of oneself, there's perfect love. So basically, mm. God perfectly loves the image, the image perfectly loves the other, the, the, the communicator. And so there's an exchange of love. And, and what is that exchange of love? That exchange of love is the Holy Spirit, you see? Yeah. And so um, I think it was Fulton Sheen that said that the, the father and the son looked at each other and they sighed. <sighs> that sigh of love, that mm. sigh, that breath of love, that ruach of love is the Holy Spirit. So there's the father, the perfect icon, which is the son, and the exchange of love between them, which is the Holy Spirit. And that perfect love is also personified. <laughs> it's also a perfect image of that love. And so this is the, 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 this love, the Ruch Kadosh, the, the Holy Spirit, the holy breath of God, the holy sigh of God is the Holy Spirit. So you have Father who reflects the perfect icon, which is the Son, which has its, his own will and intellect, and the Holy Spirit that is made alive, that is personified, not made alive because they're not created. It's just by necessity in being, they boom, come to being at once. By, it's necessary for God. And again, this is a whole other philosophical level. And together, they become the Holy Trinity. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you might have to rewind to go back to understand what I said, but this is what it is. It's about perfect communication. Mm. And you see, perfect communication is only possible with perfect love. And this is the great commission again, to love perfectly, to fall into the love of the Trinity, to love like the Trinity. And when every time we sin, we fall away from the Trinity. This is our love. And every time we make the sign of the cross, we remember of our call, our vocation in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. To enter into that, that relationship, to enter into that um, sort of mystery of the Trinity. Mm. Now, I'm sorry for those of you who I lost there. Um, this is probably... Um, there's always, I have to hold back in the philosophy, I have to hold back in the theology, but this is it. This is our call to enter in through, into the perfect love of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit as we celebrate this Trinity Sunday. Georgia, um, I, I've lost you. No, not at all, because I was just thinking like, you know, I've always really understood that, that, you know, the Trinity for me was always, you know, that there's Father, Son, Holy Spirit and that Jesus is God in a man, in a form of a man, you know, to remind, to show for God's uh, ability to show us, uh, you know, a reflection of him. And, and Jesus showed us how to love when he was here and how to forgive and, you know, how to, it came like God sent his son to earth to remind us how to live. But the Holy Spirit for me was always I guess a little bit confusing because you say guide me Holy Spirit, but why wouldn't you just say guide me Jesus or God? You know what I mean? So I've always been a little bit conf like I, I understand the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit and Pentecost and but I've always I've, I've always found it hard to sort of articulate the role of the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. in the Trinity. So it's oh you didn't lose me at all. I was just as you were as you were talking, I was thinking okay that actually makes sense to me that you're saying Holy Spirit is the perfect love and what complete. 
Mm-hmm. Like, but it's not just the love. See, it's it's, yeah. it's love so perfect. Yeah. That it is also another icon. That it okay. is communicated so perfectly that the Holy Spirit has their own will, their intellect, and personality. Okay. So they become uh-huh. the third person. There's no less of a person in the Holy Spirit than there is in Jesus than there is in the Father because they are a perfect image. And we, this is where the mystery is. We have no concept of a perfect image. Because mm-hmm. on earth, in space and time, there's no such thing. Yeah. So this is where the mystery lies. Not that we cannot understand the concept, the philosophy of it, but we cannot conceive perfection. And yeah. so our, our minds, our minds are blown. Like we, we just can't, we cannot hold on to that. Okay, so we're um, reaching the end Boom. of this time together. The production of this podcast would not be possible without the support of our donors and ministry partners. If you've been blessed by this podcast, please consider supporting this ministry financially by making a one-off donation or becoming an FRG ministry partner from just $5 per month, as well as enabling FRG ministry to impact hearts across the world through the creation of online resources and outreach programs. As an FRG ministry partner, you will have access to our rewards program where you can receive exclusive benefits and content to help you continue to grow in your relationship with Jesus. For more information about becoming an FRG ministry partner, head to frgministry.com slash donate. So our ministry partners, thank you for supporting this mm-hmm. podcast. This is only possible because of you. Please, please prayerfully consider becoming a ministry partner. We won't survive as a ministry if um, if you don't support us. So um, go to frgministry.com forward slash ministry partner. There are amazing benefits as well that you get um, some content newsletters and also videos every month and messages that only ministry partners get and also access to all of our amazing resources. And we're organizing a pilgrimage to the Holy Land as well soon. Um, Amazing. And that's only available to our ministry partners. So please, please um, consider um, becoming um, one of our ministry partners, frgministry.com forward slash ministry partner. Georgia, time to <laughs> say goodbye. <laughs> that's awesome. I said to her before, you have to sing Andre Vitelli to say goodbye <laughs> to me. It's my dad's favorite. Song and you did it so good, Father. Yeah, but it's it is time to say goodbye. Um, and again, I'm just so grateful for you for the way you've um ministered to to the people, for the way you've also ministered and encouraged me. Um, I'm so grateful for you for your love and for your generosity as well in this podcast for putting in the time, the energy, and yeah, just so grateful. And I ask all our listeners to please pray for Georgia, pray for her heart, pray that. She may, like uh, we pray for you, fall in love with Jesus um, and and just her ministry will continue to grow and to flourish. Thank you so much, Father. It's been absolutely awesome. I've loved every week. I've loved co-hosting with you, we, you know, just learning off you and, um, you know, just learning from reading more scripture. Also share, having a, a platform to share my faith and it's been such a beautiful journey and I've been so blessed by it. So it's sad that it's my last episode for the season, but at the same time, uh, I'll keep listening to the podcast and I'll keep sharing my faith everywhere I am, really. Amen. Amen. And we pray God's blessing over you that and God's peace over you and the fire of God's love in your heart. Amen. 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 
So we've um, reached the end of our our um, podcast. We still have another two episodes, if I'm not mistaken, um, before the end of the season. But we'd love you to stay in touch. Um, go to frgministry.com forward slash podcast. If you'd like to say a farewell to Georgia, a message um, of a blessing, a prayer for her, please feel free to send them to podcast at frgministry.com or comment them on our social media um, on Instagram at frgministry, no, no, at um, Catholic Influencers <laughs> underscore, Catholic Influencers <laughs> underscore, on Twitter, Cat Influencers um, podcast, I think, oh my gosh. And then also, um, Please um, join our ministry partners, frgministry.com forward slash ministry partner. Oh, well, it's time to say goodbye again. Thank you so much. Thanks, um, Father Rob. We'll, and we'll continue to pray for you. Um, and we'll see you and hear from us again next week. God bless. And Thanks, guys. See you God later. bless.